Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I tell you what, this is an appropriate word for the days we live in. We're looking at Isaiah 8 and Psalm 91. And this actually came to my attention uh, in relationship to what we're experiencing at the very moment. At the time of me doing this podcast, this, uh, what day is it? March the 12th, 2020. <clears throat> and the coronavirus is running amok. <laughs> you know, you're hearing all this kind of stuff. And it's just amazing at how people get uh, riled up and distracted. And it is just uh, nothing more or less than a media-induced um, panic, okay, a media-induced panic uh, that has political ramifications. There's politics behind it, and there's politics for purpose of it. And the whole bottom line with this thing is to crash an economy and to bring down a presidency. That's all it is, okay? That's the whole purpose and the whole point for what's happening within the United States. And uh, now, uh, worldwide, yeah, there, this is a serious thing. There's no doubt. You can die of a lot of stuff. But actually, influenza is far, far more dangerous than this is. But to see how people are reacting, particularly those who profess to be believers, particularly those who are believers. And yet, uh, most people who are true believers, they're acting like two-year-olds in relationship to all this. It's amazing uh, uh, what people are saying and what they're doing. And um, folks, I'm serious. This is just the beginning of this type of stuff. This is training ground, okay? <laughs> How we handle these things. And so uh, in Isaiah chapter 8, we saw that we're not to fear what the world fears. We're not to walk in dread in the way that the world walks in dread. No, we're not to do that. Uh, we are to fear the Most High God, and we're to walk in the dread of the Most High God. Now, I'm not talking about uh, flippancy. I'm not talking about being stupid about things. There is wisdom in how to walk within things, okay? People always want to swing the pendulum too far. But we don't act and we don't react the way that the world does because we are not of the world. And that's where uh, Psalm 91 comes in because it tells us point blank that we are to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. And if we dwell in the shelter of the Most High, we'll abide in the shadow of of the Almighty. And we will trust in Him. And He promises us some things. So listen to this. This is Psalm 91, verse 1. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2. I will say to the Lord, and this is what the psalmist is saying to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So the psalmist is declaring this. I'm going to say to the Lord, you are my refuge. I'm going to say to the Lord, you are my fortress. I'm going to say to the Lord, you are my God. And I'm going to say to the Lord, I trust in you. Okay, I trust in you. And so just think of those declarations, okay? He's making a cognitive decision that, no, I'm not going to be distracted by these kind of things. God is going to be my refuge, the place where I find safety, the place where I live, the place where I abide. And then not only that, but the Lord is my fortress. And what's the idea behind fortress? Well, fortress is a what? A place of protection, right? A walled type of thing. But then the bottom line is, it is in God that I trust. And most people who are believers, even those who are fake believers and true believers, 
We'll sit there and say, oh, yeah, I trust in God. I trust in God. But as I've mentioned so many times before, their actions betray what they really trust in. You'll see that they trust far more in man. You see that they trust far more in political and government entities than they do in the Most High God. They trust far more in themselves. I mean, I, I wish I had a nickel for every time I've heard some religious leaders sit there and say, well, we've got to do this. We've got to, you know, we've got to protect ourselves. We've got to do this kind of stuff. You know, we'll be held responsible. We'll be held liable. You know, that type of fear of man has n- nothing to do in the life of the true believer. Now, listen to what it says in verse 3 of Psalm 91. He's going to repeat this three or four times in different ways in this psalm. But verse 3 says this, For it is he, the Lord, who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. It is the the idea behind pestilence is a plague, a pestilence. (laughs) One definition is a a cow disease. So it's, it's a disease, okay? And he's saying this, the Lord is the one twofold who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. We actually have both going on in this particular situation that we're dealing with nowadays. Yeah, there's a a deadly pestilence. There's a deadly virus. There's a deadly disease. That's nothing new. From the time that Adam and Eve rebelled against man and death came into the world, this is what we've had. Okay? We have these deadly pestilence. But the Lord will deliver us from the snare of the trapper, from the snare of the one who seeks to entrap us. It's the old Rahm Emanuel thing. Remember him? He's the mayor of Chicago now, but he was uh, with Clinton in that presidency. And he made the comment that you never let a crisis go to waste. Never let a good crisis go to waste. In other words, you use it to your advantage. In this case right here, people will try to ensnare us and try to trap us. The Lord will deliver us from such. Verse 4 tells us, that he, the Lord, will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. <clears throat> so what we've seen from the very beginning is that the one who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Here we see that he covers us. We're under his wings, and that we can seek that refuge. And when we do... It is his faithfulness that is a shield, okay? Something that will protect us. It is his faithfulness that is the bulwark. Just another name for shield, okay? It's his faithfulness, not my ability to do something. Verse 5, you will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day. If we folks dwell in his shelter, if we abide in his shadow, if we trust in him, If we rest in him, if we realize that he delivers us from those that will entrap us, that he delivers us from the deadly pestilence, then we will not be afraid of the terror by night. We will not be afraid of the arrows that fly by day. That's interesting, isn't it? Of the wars and the battles and the various arrows, whether it's the uh, spiritual arrow of the enemy trying to fire fiery darts at us, or it's the little arrow of uh, guns and bullets and missiles and things like that. So he says, you will not be afraid of this. And so when someone who's a believer sits there and tells me, and they act and behave like they're, they're afraid and they're anxious and they're terrified, I can tell them, hey, you're not dwelling in the shelter of the Most High. You haven't sought Him as your refuge. You're not abiding in His shadow. You're trying to live 
in a different kind of way than what you're designed to. Now, the last verse I want us to look at today, verse 6 continues on. Well, let me read verse 5 because it's all one sentence. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. So that's the second time he mentions pestilence right here. He's actually going to mention plagues again. Okay? He tells us, if you abide in the Lord, you will not be afraid of these things. So somebody may come back and say, well, what if someone who's a true believer who's abiding in the Lord, and they contract some virus or something, and they die? Well, if they're true believers, we do what? Hallelujah. And we will miss you, brother. We're a little jealous that you're ahead of us here. Okay? So we find out later that in, in this passage right here, the Lord's going to say something about uh, what he's going to do for those who truly rest in him and truly believe in him. For now, just know this. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of the terror by night. Don't be afraid of the arrow. Don't be afraid of that pestilence that stalks in the darkness. Don't be afraid of the destruction that lays waste at noon. Wait until you see what the next verse is. We'll look at that tomorrow, okay? Because it really sets sort of a context for a verse that is used a lot and is uh, very well uh, known by people, but they don't know the context of it. But again, we'll look at that tomorrow, okay? Uh, Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Read the 91st Psalm, and I'll see you in the next episode.